feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. Yeah, we uh we just drank some um we got some uh good tea. Let's just say it's a a test product courtesy of Paper Planes. Uh keep an eye out because pretty soon here Paper Planes is going to have some syrup and that shit is going to knock y'all on your motherfucking asses. Dude, remember that syrup I had that fucked me up, dude? I couldn't drive. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. That shit was good. Why are my headphones not even plugged in? I don't know. Mine weren't either. Did you get Ashley? Nah. Did somebody get mad? No. No, Um. we actually, we did record something after last week's episode, though. Well, what'd you record? I have no idea. We haven't Sex? even listened to it. What, you and Ashley? Yeah, no, me and I, yeah. Stop <laughs> 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 yes, me and my fiance recorded something after our last episode. I still haven't listened to it, so I don't know what it was, but we did. I have a feeling it's just sex. No, no, it it wasn't. But we did end up passing out while we were up here recording. So it was funny. Are you yeah, we woke up at like we woke up at like six o'clock in the morning it's on the couch, recording. just sitting up. Yeah, it was still recording. It, yeah, it was, yeah. Hey, you should listen to the whole thing because there might be some fucking ghostly activity. Right, that's going what I'm saying. On. You know, you never know. We could catch a ghost, a ghosty ghost. Sorry, 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 fiance, Nick's fiance. I didn't mean to say your name. The drink thingy? What drink thingy? I don't know. Oh, I think they're talking about what we were drinking. Oh, yeah. 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 So we already drank that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, so uh, we got some of the, the, the test powder that's going to be going into the syrup. Dude. And uh, so we just drank that. In about 15, 20 minutes, we'll be feeling that. You know what you should call it? We did about 50, maybe 60 milligrams each. You know what you guys should name the powder? Hmm. Bump. Well, no, no. <laughs> Oh my god, it's not going to be a powder, it's going to be a syrup. It's it's definitely not going to be a powder. It's going to be a fucking syrup, and it's going to fucking knock you on your ass. You know, it's, the, like, the, it's like cannoline. The thing I have, uh, my, my critique of it, um, uh, so it didn't really, it didn't make a taste any different, so that was, that, was, that, was, that was cool, but I didn't like the fact that it didn't fully dissolve, and you say, oh, well, I usually use a water bottle, but... Even if I'm using a water bottle, I'm not going to do well, that you, with you soda, you know up. what I mean? Well, yeah, no. You're going to ruin it. Anyway. Just we probably just didn't give it enough time to dissolve. Because mine was pretty much dissolved by the time I drank it. Well, I kept hitting the side. Yeah. The... Anyway. Um, it looked like I was having a pale ale, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, so we uh, we did that. We've also got uh, we've got some more of that strawberry culotta live resin from Paper Planes. Um, Dude, I want a, I want a little chunk off of that thing. Oh, the I found I, f I remembered what strain that is. That's Purple Punch. Well, would you mind if I had a little chunk off of that? Yeah, thing? no, no. Go ahead and take it with you. Dude, because it looks beautiful. Um, you can even take a. Hold on. Is it this guy? Yeah, you can even take this with you. He makes sure that I'm stocked, so when he comes over on Wednesday, he has something that he wants to smoke. <laughs> it, it helps. It helps. You know. Hey, come on! That shatter that I have isn't that bad. No, that that shatter is actually really good. 
I like it. Got that from the the Snapchat guy, but I the never got Snapchat the, guy. Never, not the Snapchat guy. Well, it's, he's not on Snapchat anymore. Oh, so it's no longer the it's the artist formerly known as the Snapchat it's, guy. It's some secret text website or what the fuck ever. Um, sex site. Text site. Oh, like you like fucking set up. A well, group. that just got boring. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so they got the, so they got the virtual reality porn, right? Yeah. Wait till it gets so virtual reality that you feel like you're the one in the... I was about to say, it's going to get so virtual reality that people aren't even going to have sex anymore. They're just going to sit there with their headsets on, just like, oh, yeah, hey, oh, you, yeah. You saw Demolition Man, right? Uh, With Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes way back probably, in the day. Probably, probably a long they, time they, ago. They didn't have sex. They just had something they put on their head and... <laughs> just like that <laughs> and then fucking you go to the doctor and the doctor puts the baby in you boom ah so the doctor fucks you with a what was that called with a, a turkey, turkey baster, baster. <laughs> anatomically correct that just sounds like a dildo that can actually inseminate you hey they do have those Really? Have you ever seen the, 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 the you get the cream pie videos with the with the with the, with the dildo? Hmm. I have not I have not seen those, no. <laughs> I, that, I'm, that, it's an actual thing, dude. I, I, I'm not doubting that. I like I said, if you can think of it, it's probably something to do with pornography. Like there's somebody somewhere that made it into a porn. Because let's be honest, we Look at porn. I mean, you look at porn. I mean, everybody looks at porn. <laughs> There's two types of people in this world. People that look at porn and goddamn liars. <laughs> no, actually, but I don't, I don't think my wife does. Well, okay. Well, fine. Then she's the exception to the rule. She's but she's but everybody watches porn. Pretty like, much. come on. 95%. Literally, come on. What about 95%. Okay, the Amish people... Um, I bet you the, maybe Mormons, dude. I bet you they got like an Amish porn site. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pictures, like drawn pictures of people having sex. It's a flip book of it's drawings. A, it's a flip book of horses. Oh, <laughs> no, but like it's literally just a flip book because it's you know it's Amish. They can't record it with a camera. Do you think you, know? you flip it fast enough though? You make some motion. Hey, you do it backwards. It's like you know the cum shot, and then the fucking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are we talking about? What, are, what I, are we... I don't, I don't know. What at at we... this point, we're we're just kind of we're just kind of fucking. What going do you on. have that set at? What? What do you the, have that set? At? It's set to six twenty. I think it needs to be set at the day, the the number for the day. What What's the number for the day? Six six six. Ah, oh. is this like Sesame Street? Today, the number of the day is 666. Well, I mean, it might as well be. It's like Halloween tomorrow. Ooh, yes. I forgot about that. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Okay, so let's get spooky. Something I want to touch on. Um, I oh, thought no. about He this wants earlier. to touch me. Not, no, no. I mean, I'll touch <laughs> it. Boom. Touched you. Yay, um, he touched me. Now show me on the doll so where you, he touched you. You see all over the fucking news where they're like, oh, watch oh. out. People are going to give your kids weed candy. Who the fuck? Nobody is giving nobody away is, weed candy no. for free. 
That shit cost money. Okay? So much money. So much more than fucking candy like, you buy. I'm in the sorry, store. but no fucking stoner on earth is like, <laughs> let me give these little kids edibles. Right? No, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna eat the edibles and give the kids some fucking candy bars. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm gonna eat the candy bars that I was gonna give the kids. Yeah, I'm gonna get really high and eat the candy bars. <laughs> kids ain't getting shit from my turn, house. Turn off the light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stoners don't even give out candy. Fuck off. Dude, we're I, eating I, the shit. I, we're I, busy. I had a year where I had to beg people to take candy. They would just walk right by the house, so I had to sit on the porch. Throw it at them. Take my goddamn candy, bitch. <laughs> I was giving away handfuls of that shit, dude. Because I bought um, hella candy. Shit. It was the first year I handed out candy. I don't think I've ever actually stayed at home and handed out candy. I used to at my mom's house because I'd be playing Gran Turismo. Right. I had to hand out candy to the kids and to my neighbors that were my age. <laughs> No, you hand out alcohol to the neighbors that are your age and candy to the kids. No, I was only no, like, it's a, 12, like have, have you heard there there are actually neighborhoods where they do like the whole block will do like they'll go out into their driveways and set up little stations and like the the kids go up and get candy and then the adults like they can get a beer or like a, At you each know whatever. Station? Yeah. Oh, did you get fucked up? I mean, think about it. Yeah, we're staying here for a second, Timmy. This is Bro, a good I would, I would move. I would move to a neighborhood specifically <laughs> for some shit like that. I would be like, "Y'all do what now, Timmy? <laughs> Y'all getting drunk on Halloween? Hey, you know, shit, I ain't even got kids. Can I get a shot? What is this? Remember, that's the that's all of the jars that we had <laughs> mixed together. Mixed together because we had fifty fucking jars on the table and it was ridiculous. And it, it doesn't even have a smell no, anymore. No. I, I don't I don't know if we're ever gonna finish. Smoking Did you get that. that too hot? Probably. Does it get you high still? A little bit. I mean, cause it, I mean, I, I ain't trying to be fucking that guy, dude. But we should put a fucking picture of this on the website, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just give it the backside. Yeah, so they don't yeah, see the label. yeah. We don't. Well, if anything, I'll just take the 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 thing off the jar. But it's, I mean, it just looks crusty, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Oh god. What is that called? Crunch? Um Yeah, this is uh instead of batter or butter, this is glue. <laughs> that seems pretty This tough. is this is epoxy? Dude, okay, so you remember I you got You could that... fucking hold your house together with this shit. <laughs> remember I got that clear stuff from you? I got I got I got stuff in a clear one of these jars. It was Oh, the distillate, yeah. That shit got hard on me too. <laughs> so oh yeah, it got hard on you. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna do a dab. Once it got low, oh, I gotta readjust my so microphone. What do you have here? Um, so like I said, we got the uh, we've got some purple punch shatter. We've got the strawberry culotta live resin. Gelato. We've we've got this mystery jar here. That, oh, that's hard too. I should probably start that's putting lids back said. on things. Uh, we've got this mystery jar of that's, that's been here for a while. Sample Friday. Sample Friday. Ooh, that's got a pungent aroma to it. And then, uh, let's see what else we got here. We got... If, if, if anybody is a doctor and knows why I haven't really been able oh, to smell fuck good my for the life. past year. I got more of that mystery shit. Holy shit. <laughs> like, a lot more of the mystery shit. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that, that's about it. That's what we got this week. Just that's got it. done watching the Forever Purge. Yeah, yeah. I well, watched the most they, of it. They watched it. I, I was working on I watched, the I watched, episode. I watched the so. most. It was decent. It wasn't bad. Um, saw Wrath of Man. I thought that was actually a very good fucking Jason Statham movie. Really? And I'm not like... I mean, I like Jason Statham, honestly. Like, yeah, I, cool. a lot of A lot of people aren't really big on him. I like him. 
He's cool. I, I get it. It's it's just the fact that he plays the same character in every movie. He's just Jason Statham, but no, in but a different a, movie, it's and it's a, just him beating the shit out of people. No, but it's a little different because the same person in every movie is fucking Liam Neeson. Oh, God, yeah, no, he's definitely the same person in every movie. <laughs> but you know what? His best movies were Darkman. He, he wasn't playing that person in Darkman. <laughs> you know, one person who does kind of always play the same person? Who? Sean Connery. Sean because no matter dead, what, dude. he's always Sean Connery. And like when he was in a fucking when he was in a Highlander, fucking he's supposed to be a Spaniard. He's like, oh yeah, I'm a Spaniard. <laughs> you are the Highlander, and you're just like, oh yeah, I'm a Spaniard. Yeah, fucking believable, Britain. dude. Yeah, a British fucking Spaniard. Okay, you're a cocker fucking spaniel, right? Coxosaurus Rex. Oh, man. Oh, hey, did you know on March 17th of 1985, oh, Veronica, you, who you bring 30, this up every got episode. pulled out of her car and she was shot in the street <coughs> and she died. <coughs> yeah, I did know that. You know how I knew that? Because we did it in our very first episode. <laughs> Do you Which cut, was Richard Ramirez. Did you cut that out of the last episode? I, I think I've cut it out of the last, like, two. <laughs> Because after the first time, I was just like, really? Do we, we need it again? We got to find another fucking <laughs> another thing to put up there. <laughs> Didn't we do have that for the O.J. Simpson trial or something? Which which was the other one that we did the flashcards for? I think it, yeah, I think it was O.J. The first it, the first time we did O.J. Yeah. The, the, the second O.J., though, was the best, and we lost that. And the third, I mean, it's, 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 it's good. I mean... Uh, there, there, there's a lot of stuff that we've lost, and I think I've said this before that um, I really wish we didn't lose. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. Like this, I wish we didn't lose it because then we'd be so much further into our episodes by now. Yeah, I miss having that backlog. So, from I'm not going to say any names uh, of companies. <laughs> no, 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 because I mean. I don't want nobody to get in trouble. Oh. But um, oh. I got told oh, that I'm, okay, I, I, okay. Might, I might get a clone of some good shit. Oh, okay, okay. Like from one of the places that makes clones, and that's all they do, and they sell them to uh, other companies to grow with. Yeah. Well, apparently this place is, someone that works at this place, is, they buy a whole bunch of them, and they always got extras, so he's like, I'll give you one or two of the extras. Sounds like a plan. I get us a little tent we could throw it in here. <laughs> I mean, where? In the corner right there. Only way, though, I, I, only way I would actually do a grow, even at my own Ooh. house or if I did it at someone else's house, the only way I would do a grow nowadays is using them goddamn LED lights. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think one of the best producers I've always seen, um, and it's it's a really good weed, too. It's not bad at all, was, uh, what was that called? Blue Blue Dream. Oh God, yeah, Blue Dream. But the the, the problem with Blue it got Dream is, out. yeah, no, it got super played out with, and that's the thing with most of like the 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 hyped strains when it's like, oh yeah, you know, this is a big strain right now. But it gets it, played out. Everybody grows it. Everybody blasts it. Everybody has it, and then you just get so fucking tired of it. Like, but it it the thing I've always liked about it is it's a huge. It produces a lot. You know, you can find those strains of fire-ass weed, and they don't produce. They, they don't have a big yield. Yeah, that's true. Blue Dream had a fucking... It was, was a good weed. 
And it had a really good yield. I mean, an exceptional yield. Best I've ever seen. You know, at a, at home grow, fucking pulling a pound and a half off per plant. Yeah. I'd be happy with those numbers. <laughs> I'd be happy with any numbers right now. Shit, honestly, yeah. Free weed like, is free weed. I'd be like, weed for the year, bro. <laughs> Funny story. I mean, speaking about... I mean, because you know when you smoke a lot, like... If you smoke a lot of flour, you're like, dude, I, I just want to like hit a little bit of wax or something. Or yeah. like if you're sitting there straight smoking wax, I mean, which you do quite a bit of. But every, that's pretty much all I smoke. Every yeah. once in a while, it's nice to get, you know to smoke some flour, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a nice high. So I'd gotten a fucking trash bag full of fucking trimmings and small buds and shit from this dude. He just gave it to me. He was like, "Here, take it." I mean, I just want to get rid of it anyway. Yeah. So he gave that to me, and I mean, it, it, was, it was a black trash bag, so there was a lot. I'm beating fucking hash with a fucking um, mud mixer <laughs> and a fucking 50 gallon fucking, you know, one of those 50 gallon trash cans? Yeah. Just fucking beating that shit in there, man. And I mean, fuck, I pulled, I mean, I'm not, I haven't done this shit hella much, but I pulled probably about like two ounces, two and a half ounces, I think. And, I mean, shit, I had a shit ton of fucking hash for fucking, what the fuck do I need? I mean, I was broke at the time, you know, that was free shit. All I had to pay for was the ice. Yeah, exactly. And, um, fucking, uh, oh yeah. Damn it. Dong. I, uh, I was just smoking fucking hash because it was, I mean. I didn't have no money, fucking. <laughs> this was saving me money. It was saving me a shit ton of money. Shit, the the first lab I worked at when I was blasting wax, um, I fucking they anything that we couldn't sell to our clients, like they would just give to me. So I would have like slabs of shatter that they would just give to me, and then I like I would yeah you know, I work, I used to go to a lot of underground raves and shit at the time. So what I would do is I would bring uh, my one of my boss's e-nail, like he had an e-nail rig. So I'd bring that and I would set it up at the undergrounds and I would do a dab bar at all the raves. And I would just give out free dabs all night and I'd have a little tip jar. And then I would sell half grams and grams on the side. And I would only do like ten gra- or $10 for a half gram, $20 for a gram. You know, I'm, like, I'm not trying to like rip anybody off, but like I would make a fucking killing on that shit. One night, I made 200 and something dollars just in tips. Damn. Like, yeah. Well, I, I, I had my sister working the dab bar that night, and uh, there was one guy who tipped her 20 bucks, and he didn't even do a dab. <laughs> like, he just sat there and talked to her for a while and then tipped her 20 bucks. I'm like, dude, you can work the dab bar whenever the fuck you want. <laughs> what happened? What do you mean, what happened? Why don't you do it no more? Oh, I mean, I just, number one, the fucking... Uh, the guy that owned the email, like he, uh, split ways with the company because, you know, he got salty on some shit and tried to rob us. And then once he broke in and robbed the place, he didn't even steal any product. He just stole like an oven and some other equipment and shit. (laughs) And, uh, so once that happened, they got spooked and they kind of shut down the lab and I was just kind of fucked. And that's, uh, so yeah, I moved into, that's when I moved over to like San Francisco and that was a nightmare. And then I moved out here. But what so. I was, what, what I was getting to was the, uh, with the fucking smoking the hello hash. Like I'd be hanging out with friends and he's like, dude, let me put a little bit of weed at the bottom of that bowl. No, it's all good. Dude, got hash fucking, please <laughs> let me put some weed in the bowl. <laughs> like they had to right. beg me. I know? mean, you can sprinkle hash on the weed. 
Yeah, we're smoking just hash bowls. <laughs> I like Which sm- is I it? like smoking hash bowls. Hash bowls are good. Yeah, I mean, they burn for fucking ever. Too. Where where the fuck's the hash at, dude? I so back like when oil wasn't like really a big thing because I mean oil and distillates have come around more recently. Um, but like when it was like fucking so we're talking when I was like 15, 16 years uh, old, so like twenty years ago. Fucking, there was this fucking old dude, hella old. Shout out to you, bro. I don't remember your name. You might still be alive and you might be listening. This is a shout out from Dick. Um, but he fucking was at a New Year's party and fucking, he had a bowl that smoked the whole fucking time. The whole t- fucking time because he put so much oil on the top of it that it was... Oh, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, was, it was like you're just smoking oil the whole time. I mean... He still had most of the bowl left when he left. Your commercial could be here. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, in case you were wondering, you are listening to Dab to Death. I am your host, Nick Nobody Savage, and this is your other host. Dick Hawk Anonymous? He forgot his name for a second. (laughs) This is Dick Hawk Anonymous. Parental advisory, explicit content. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely explicit content. Yeah, I'm Dick Cock Anonymous. Um, just living another day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, my back hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's hell getting old. So, know. if anybody out there is a chiropractor, <laughs> leave a comment down below. Send us a message at feedback at dabtodeath.com. <laughs> Dude, fucking one of these days, fucking somebody's actually going to send us something. <laughs> Eventually. It's got to happen. Dude, that's actually good shit, dude. Um, what's what's good shit? That syrup stuff. Dude. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I'm really good, man. I'm like, yeah. It's going to be an interesting episode, guys. Buckle up. Viral load. <laughs> <laughs> so today, this, like, like he said, this is, this is Dab to Death. Yes, it is. The name of this episode is The Bloody Butcher of Rustop. Yes, we are talking about Andre Chikatilo. So we, you know, we are like I said, we we are talking Why about. Why do you have that Russian accent so good? What? You sound like you're from Ukraine or something. The the bloody butcher of Rostov. <laughs> so he's gonna talk this whole episode. In Soviet Russia. All, all, all my parts have now in been. In Soviet taken by Russia, him. butcher killed you. So so then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you later. You and, you and <laughs> He's Andre. like, I'm just gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have a couple drinks. You, you got this. You and Mr. Chikatilo can do the show together. Chikatilo. <laughs> Did you totally do two, two different <laughs> like two of mic for each person? Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. I, um, but yeah, no. So uh, if you guys are not familiar, Andre Chikatilo is one of the most notorious serial killers in Russian history. Yeah, he said Andre Chikatilo, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Did I just say Andre Chikatilo?" <laughs> <laughs> when he said Andre Chikatilo, I was like, "Who the fuck are you talking about? I have no <laughs> idea." So I mean, yeah, no. Yeah, when and a lot of people haven't actually heard of him, which is really crazy because like I said, he's one, he's probably the the most notorious serial killer in Russian history. And he has quite a body count. A mad props <laughs> to you if you know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 but, but you know the, your shit if you know But for Andre. the people that don't know who he is, who who was Andrei Tsikatilo? So, Andrei Romanovich Chikatilo was born on October 16th, 
1936. <laughs> I like that you, you used the fucking accent <laughs> for the what? name and they just switched right back into it. Morgan Freeman voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so so Andre Chikatilo was born on October 16th, 1936 in Yablokna. I'm assuming Yablokna, Yablokna. Y-A-B-L-U-C-H-N-E. Yeah, sorry. There's a lot of uh, things that we're probably going to mispronounce in this episode, but I'm going to do my best. Well, I, I, can, I can pronounce that word Ukrainian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> see, we got one. We're good. Um, so in, so, uh, so in Yablukna, in the Sumy Oblast, which uh, is province of the Ukrainian USSR, his parents were both collective farm laborers who lived in a one-room hut. And this is basically all we know of his parents. We didn't get names. We don't get anything. Well, it's because just, it was... It's a, just they were nameless Ukrainian communist farm it was, workers. It was Soviet Russia, dude. I mean, nobody really mattered except for Joseph Stalin. Like you said, that's, that's, that's all we know about them. Um, Joseph Stalin had forced collective... Collective collectivization collectivization that fucking is that an actual word collectivization is that a word yes it actually is (laughs) it's a fucked up word collectivization it's a really fucked up when you're high of all agriculture but this led to a famine basically um because you know like (laughs) there wasn't enough of collective agriculture to feed all of the people under his system so instead of being paid wages, they were allowed to grow food on a small plot of land behind their hut. That's it. That was their only method of like pay. Like everybody was? Well, yeah, all the all the workers. Basically, if you were a farm worker, you you got a little hut. Which you didn't get the food that they grew on the farm? No. You you only got to grow your own food. What if you need meat? I, 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 don't, I don't fucking know, man. They had a lot of kids going missing at this time, people. I'm really, really, really <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, no, shit happened. Shit happened. They were hungry as fuck. Um, you know, so it's <laughs> on that note, actually. So the family very rarely had enough food to eat. And Chikatilo even claimed that he never even tried bread before the age of 12 years old. Um, his mother was always telling him the story of how his older brother, Stepan, 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 there there was no h i double triple i double i was totally right i double and triple checked there was no h i was totally right step on i hadn't even stepping i hadn't i hadn't even read down dude i was totally right yeah yeah so stepping had been kidnapped at the age of four and been cannibalized by one of their neighbors however there was never any proof that there even was a step on chikatilo chikatilo I really like that last name. It's a, motherfuckers it's a ate good him, name. They were it's like, a good name. Oh no, they I guarantee that if there was a baby, they ate that baby. They were, they were like They ate that little baby. He was a that, little well, he wasn't a baby, he was four. That so. chicatillo is good. Mm, I got some chicatillo in my teeth. <laughs> you see, oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> I could never do that. I don't I, I mean I understand fucking starving and you know, like the people that uh with the soccer team. That crashed in the Andes and fucking... Oh, well, and, uh, the, uh, there's the Donner Party. Well, yeah. Is, is, and, like, that's one of the ones they, where they, that, that they was the ate first each other, one. right? No, there, 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 there was a movie on it. I forget what it was called. It was like actually happened. It was a... So- oh, I think I saw that movie. The, so- the soccer, soccer team. team yeah. dude. And they ate each other, like, to yeah. survive. Yeah. I wonder what human tastes I know, like. Could you do that, dude? I mean, if I'm hungry enough and it comes down to it, fuck yeah. I need to survive, motherfucker. 
No, we just fattening up some dogs you got because they ain't got no fucking on their bones right now. Are you kidding me? Loki's a little sausage. Uh, anyway. <laughs> and Mac Dre ain't got no meat Yeah, no, on Mac, <laughs> Mac Dre is skin and bones over here. Mac Dre all, all thizzled. She, she, she Mac Dre big, all though. too thizzled out. She so. looked big, though. It's, all, it's all the fur. It's all the fur. Way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, people. God. If this episode doesn't make any sense, it was all oh, his idea. Um, also, uh, this correlates with the episode and will come up several times throughout the episode. Uh, there was a, a movie based on Andre Ticatillo, and it's called Citizen X. And if you ever get a chance to check it out, it's streaming on HBO I Max. I part of it and then I fell asleep. Yeah. So uh, there's that. It it starts off a little slow. Um, What there's one thing that I didn't like about the movie. It's that their their uh, their timeline is very disjointed as far as like they don't really give you a sense of how much time has passed until somebody says something. Where it's like, because all of a sudden it's just like you you're like oh we're investigating and we're gonna figure out who's doing this and then all of a sudden it's like. This man has dedicated five years into investigating this case. And you're like, wait, it's been five fucking years already? Like, how did that happen? Like, you didn't give any concept of a progression of your timeline. It's just all of a sudden it's five years later. And then all of a sudden you're arresting the guy. And then all of a sudden it's so their timeline's a little disjointed, but it's a really good movie. Uh, Donald Sutherland is in it. Which I, I don't understand why I like you Kiefer. would cast. I don't understand why you would cast Donald Sutherland to play a Russian. It's like casting fucking Sean Connery Connery to play a Spaniard. God damn it. What the fuck is wrong with people? Your ad could be here. So, um, yeah, we were talking about Andre Romanovich Chikatilo. So when the Soviet Union hit entered World War II, Andrea Andre's father was drafted into the Red Army. The red arm. The red arm. He was drafted into the red arm. God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Squid game? So. The little, like, the red guys with the face masks. God, dude, that bump's fucking getting me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even breathe anyway. No, we, we, we do not do cocaine. We do not. No, no, never. 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 No, no. <laughs> No, um, who does cocaine? So, anyways. <laughs> 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 anyway. Um, World War II, yeah, Andre's yeah. father was drafted into the Red Army and was later wounded and taken prisoner in the eyes of his fellow countrymen. This made him weak. Yeah, he was actually oh. labeled. He was kind of I lab- fucking totally fucked up. Yeah, you ignored a period there. My fucking ears are getting hurt by fucking talking, but I, I want to make sure I can hear myself. So let me redo this. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Um, <laughs> so when the Soviet Union had entered World War II, Andrea's father was drafted into the Red Army and was later wounded and taken prisoner. In the eyes of his fellow countrymen, this made him weak, for he allowed himself to be captured by the... Yeah, no, basically he to be captured so, by the enemy. So in, in in Soviets in the Soviets' eyes, uh, to to get captured was shouldn't to, you just kill yourself? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was their thing. Is like you should just kill yourself, or you sh- you know like kill as many of them as you can, and then kill yourself. Um, but so to be to allow yourself to be captured meant that you were weak, and it they were also he was basically deemed a traitor to the Soviet Union after that. Thank you. So that was, that was so, painful for me. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, no. So he was basically uh, labeled as a traitor, and this uh, this label followed both him and his son because uh, you know you know basically his son was already Andre was already being picked on as a kid. Uh, as you know, for and his, I see down below that he had a lot more problems than that. Oh yeah, no, it, it gets pretty, it gets pretty bad for little Andre Chikatilo, and uh, it's it's. Uh, but I wonder it's, when he started smoking cigarettes. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't see how that's relevant, but probably well, pretty young. Well, it's it, ru- my, it, it's Russia. It, Everybody's. It, I think. It, I think it like. Hey. I think at like six years old, you're given a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of vodka. It, it might be from what I read down below. Second to the last line, just on the fucking maintained. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, so so he was already picked on as a kid for his uh, his stature and, like, his timid nature. But, like, once his father was labeled a traitor to the state or the Soviet Union, that was another reason for them to pick on him. And in addition to all of his external difficulties in Chikatilo's childhood, it was widely believed that he had suffered from hydrocephalus. Cephalus, yeah, water on the brain at birth. Yeah, so basically, uh, very young brain trauma. I mean, um, maybe we could say the brain trauma is what drove him to kill people, um, or maybe I, why he was able to kill people and not feel anything, and that's why he tried to kill. Oh, people. Oh no, I, I think he ended something. up. He definitely ended up feeling something because when, and this is kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but when he does finally confess, he breaks down into fucking tears. So I don't know if he felt something, if he didn't feel something, but like his childhood definitely fucked him up in several different ways. Oh yeah. Several. Because the water on the brain of birth, uh, they believe this would cause him both urinary and sexual problems throughout his life, including bedwetting late into his teenage years and the inability to maintain an erection. Now, I don't know about you, but that would make anybody mad. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed. And this especially I've, would play. I've, I've always kind of said that uh, the day I can't remember my name and my dick don't work, just take me out back and shoot me. Well, you always take pills for your dick not working, dude. Yeah, but no, the minute I can't remember my name and my dick doesn't work, kill me. So we're just waiting for your brain to not not to remember <laughs> your name. <laughs> Anyways, um, so this would especially. Uh, this especially would play a major role in his sexual development as a teenager. And I mean, it probably would because you usually, most of the people, I mean, there are these oddities, but most people lose their virginity in high school at some point. I did. Yeah, I did as well. And if you're that guy that's already can't maintain an erection, like, how do you, how do you even explain that? Like, (laughs) oh, that's normal. No, no, it's, it's, it's not, but, um, for him it is. Well, if you're the only dick she's ever had, you got that problem, you'd be like, no, that's normal. If she's a virgin too, then now you're just setting a very, very low bar for her for the rest of her life. So anything after that, she's going to be amazed. (laughs) Way to go, Andre. (laughs) Giving it up for the rest of us. Thank you. (laughs) Woo! Wait, wait, wait. Anyway. Oh fuck you! <laughs> uh, right. you we got to get different gifts, man. <laughs> um, no, so I actually I really wanted to, um, and I'm going to add it into the episode later, and I'm gonna remember to do it this time, dude. You can get the your episode could your ad could be here. You just press the button. 
<laughs> oh my god, we should do that. Anyway, um, so no, but uh, I did get the uh, the Soviet national anthem. And I'm going to insert that at the very beginning of the episode, right after our introduction. Like the whole thing? Not not the whole thing, because we'll get copyrighted or some <laughs> by, shit. By Russia. Wait, the Soviet Union no longer exists, so maybe we could play the whole but thing. Somebody but it's like, uh, it's like three and a half minutes long, so I don't think we should do that. The song's copyrighted, dude. You can't copyright infringement. Whatever. You'd have to speed it up. That's why we only played 30 seconds dude, of I've, the I, I, I Don't Like Monday song. I've, I, found it, I found out that's how people get around uh, copyright infringement. Right, just, they just, just play 30 seconds? No, they slow it down or they speed it up. So if you speed it up a little bit, it's... Hey, if we speed it up, it won't be three and a half minutes boo, long. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> so so we were talking about how Andre Ciccatillo would wet the bed, you and, know, and you know, had a, a lot of other sexual problems. But even his own mother would beat him and ridicule him for wetting the bed. And this would further add to his self-esteem issues and his impotence problems as well as his slowly mm-hmm. building reservoir of rage. Well, you know, they do say that impotence can be caused by stress. Yeah. By outside stresses. Yeah. I mean, granted. Well, and, and, okay, so also, the, there, was, there was a lot that... Um, he was getting beat by his mom every day. Not not every day. Pretty no. much every like day. She, and, and so, like, it wasn't that she would, like, beat him, like, brutally, like, but she would, like, you know, discipline him for wetting the bed. Dude, Russian you know? discipline and, so, and American <laughs> discipline is completely yes, different. Yes, okay, way. so he, she would hit him with a car. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, she would tie him to a tree and beat him with a stick. Uh, no. <laughs> Some people do I, that. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, so like you were saying, impotence can be caused by stress. But also, so you remember how you had mentioned that his father was drafted into World War II, right? Yeah. During this time, uh, Andre Ciccatillo would later state that he had witnessed a lot of the the horrors of war during german occupations of certain areas like he there was bombings that him and his mom had to escape like there was a lot that went on you know did you did you jump down and skip like a whole what? bullet point no no, no. i'm <laughs> what no I'm, t- I'm just talking about when he like back we're going back actually okay okay we're okay. going back a couple slides okay, or okay. a slide or two when we were talking about or his dad being gone no, so while his no, so like like I said, he would state that while his dad was gone, he had witnessed a lot of the horrors of war, uh, of you know like World War II, um, you know, including like bombings and all kinds of shit like that. That could definitely add to the stress. That could add to his impotence. Anyway, due to his shy nature, he really only had one sexual experience in his adolescent years, and it was really a fucking disaster. Like it was bad. So, Chikatilo reportedly overpowered a younger girl in in an attempt to, I'm assuming, rape her. Because why would you overpower someone if you're not trying to rape them? He did ejaculate, though. Uh, Yeah, no, basically, he ejaculated basically immediately during the struggle. Like, he didn't even get to penetrate or do nothing. He just came. And so then, what know, so, so, in, so you would think that he would be like uh, prosecuted for this or anything like that, but no. Instead, basically, this only gained him more ridicule from the other kids. So, like, basically, they were just like, "Oh yeah, yeah like you tried to rape somebody and you couldn't even do that," <laughs> you know. 
and and so this really this uh this kind of solidified uh this was the beginning of his solidification with the concept of sex and violence because you know with Richard Ramirez do you remember how there was that that bonding of the concept of sex and violence yes so this was uh, this was a common occurrence between him and Andre Ticatillo Andre Ticatillo also bonded the concept of sex and violence yeah so so you know he did try to get into a Moscow State University, but he was denied entrance. Yeah, he actually, so he did pretty well on the entrance exam, but, uh, and he, he tried to, he tried to like blame it on hella different shit for why he didn't get in. But what it really came down to was just, there were other students that tested higher than he did. So he just didn't get in. So instead he was conscripted. Yeah. Which basically just means drafted. Chikatilo was drafted into the Soviet Army in 1957, and he served his mandatory term of, I'm assuming, three years? Yeah, I think and it was just like a minimum of like three years. It was like basically as a Soviet uh, citizen, you were basically, as at least as a male Soviet citizen. <laughs> it's your duty. Yeah, it's your duty. It's your it's your civic duty to the nation, to, to, to Mother Russia. To to do your job and go serve your country, um, and I believe he even he like his I think even his service he was like involved in uh, uh, telephone engineering and like uh, communications. So unfortunately, he didn't get killed during his three years service, and he returned home in nineteen. Yeah, yeah, because if he had died during service, that would have prevented all of this, and we would and he wouldn't have, have gotten divorced after to, three months. We wouldn't have an episode. <laughs> He's, no, they weren't even married. So he attempted to form his second meaningful relationship there he, with a young divorcee. See, he had attempted a, a, a relationship before this, but again, because of his impotence issues, didn't really work out. But after three months of him not being able to get it up, she ended the relationship. Exactly. So his impotence issues were they, an issue. They didn't have Viagra back then. No, they did not. They because definitely you know what, that, that would have probably ended a whole bunch of his problems. And you know what? The doctors actually probably would have prescribed him. Oh, like, my God. If he had had Viagra, he would have been like, he would have been a happy fucker. Dude, I, Literally, I, he I, would have been a happy they, they, fucker. They, they would have prescribed him <laughs> Cialis. Like, from a young age, you'd be like, yeah, we're just going to give you Cialis. And that way, you know. You... Antidepressants and Viagra. Perfect combination for him. Cialis. Viagra, you have to take every four hours. <laughs> Imagine how he's just eating Viagra like candy, <laughs> popping them like fucking uh, where, where Skittles, Smarties. Hey. I I used to know when I was a kid. You remember those little Smarties? Hey, they got a I used to think that those Smarties. I used to pretend they were pills, and I would just pop them. Right? Yeah. No, they, they they got a Pez dispenser for them that oh just God, has the Viagra. Love, oh. <laughs> it's a, and the Pez dispenser. It's the it's a penis. <laughs> so you just pull the head back, and a little Viagra pops out. <laughs> Dude, we need to patent that shit, dude. We make nobody money. take our goddamn idea, motherfuckers. So yeah, after him not being able to get it up, she ended his the relationship, and in essence, I think uh, this only added to his building rage. And and this was actually featured in the movie a couple of times. There was one scene where he was like trying to have sex with. I'm getting ahead of myself. He does get married. He's having sex with his wife and he like can't finish. And so he like rolls over and falls asleep or like lays there and she just goes pathetic. Yeah, that's uh, pretty brutal. Um, this is probably because of the, uh, impotence problems that he had. So despite his sexual problems and lack of interest in sex in general, Chikatilo would go on to marry a woman named 
1963 and fathered two children with her. So he actually, at some point, was able to get it up and have sex with her. But as Nick was telling me just a minute ago, I mean, he even said it, there was a scene in the movie where he couldn't finish and fucking rolled over and went to sleep and his fucking wife said pathetic and he does it way better because he's got a Russian accent and I'm not all that good with like Russian accent. Can't do it. Oh, I got heartburn. So, um, you know, we always say send something to, you know, feedback at dab to death.com and I want to know what you guys like. Do you guys prefer... What do you, what is your preferred method of smoking? Do you like to smoke pens? Do you like to smoke wax? You know, do you like <laughs> do you like to dab? Do you like to use the pens? Flour, hash? Like, what is your preferred method of ingesting marijuana? And 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 what is your reasoning behind it? Because you know, we might read it on 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 the on the show. If you're an avid listener, um, you might you might want to send something in because we'll probably read it. I don't see why we wouldn't. I'm fucking dying over here, people. Um. So the uh, the woman that he he ended up marrying, Faina or Faina, whatever. Uh, the, I was saying that that was pretty interesting that he was able to father two children, no, with her, so he was able to get it up at some point. I, I guess eventually, yes, he was able to maintain an erection long enough to impregnate his wife twice. Twice. So hey, maybe maybe he was picturing. Did he, did he have a son? Um, I don't actually. If he did, I wonder if he was able to get it up, or if he. Had I, a problem I don't. Too. I don't remember. Maybe it was a. Maybe it was a. Um, what's that called? Where you get it from your family members? Genetic. Hereditary. Hereditary. Maybe yeah. his dad had the same problem. You mean his son? No, this is a Chikatilo's dad. Oh, Chikatilo's dad? Passed it down to Chikatilo. I, mean, I don't Passed think Chikatilo did have, or his dad did have, I mean, he, because, oh, actually, um, so one thing I didn't really include in the slideshow, and I kind of skipped over, while his dad was gone serving in the army, or actually while he was in prison. His wife cheated on him. Uh, yeah, no, she gave birth to a little girl. Uh, Not from him. His, uh, his, so Chikatilo has a, do- a sister named Tatiana. Was down Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Tatiana. No, no, Tatiana. Yeah, Tatiana. Not, not Tatiana. Tatiana. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, he so he had a sister. Um, which obviously was, was not her? fathered by their father. What was her last name? Chikatilo? What? I'm assuming. Bitch. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so oh, she wasn't in the will. So the uh, the woman he ended up marrying was actually introduced to him by his sister because his sister moved in with him his at illegitimate one point. sister. I guess. I mean, like it doesn't matter how. I just lost sister. all all respect I had for his mom right when you said Tatiana. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just fucking around. I'm 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 being anyway. too much. It's all good. No, so, so anyway, he met his wife through her and Yeah, through his sister because basically his sister was kind of worried about him. What she thought like he might be gay? Yeah, no, she was just kind of worried about him overall because he was a very shy, awkward, quiet, randomly he, weird. He wasn't randomly weird. He was plotting the fucking murders that he was going to do. I don't I don't know if it, he had already he had already uh, uh, what was that word? He already put put sex and violence together. He this already, is true. This he is already true. F- already figured that out. 
And you know, well, if, and, if, and he'll he'll definitely come to figure it out in a little bit. You know, you know how he how he was able to get it hard to to fuck his wife because right before that he went out and fucking killed somebody. No, he actually hadn't murdered anybody yet. That we know. So, of. No, 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 no. Because his first documented murder is way later. So anyway. In 1971, Chikatilo actually changed careers from being a telephone engineer, because remember, he did a lot of that in the military. So what the fuck uh, is a telephone? I mean, do you, like, I wonder if they get paid good. I don't know. Maybe it's those guys that, go, like up and, like, they go up in the booms and work on the telephone lines oh, or whatever. Oh, good money, dude. I don't know. So maybe, we that's, should what, maybe that. that's what it is. Uh, no, I, I, I'm happy working in the cannabis industry. Thank you. Uh, I don't like heights. Uh, so, <laughs> so he he went from being a telephone engineer to a school teacher, which is funny because he actually um, didn't go to college. Remember, that's kind of a thing. So he becomes a school teacher, but this leads to a string of complaints about indecent assaults on young children. I told you he had already put establishing a pattern, sex and violence together. Yeah, and this is this is going on to establish a later pattern. But this also caused him to move from school to school until he finally settled down at a mining school in Shakti. The kids were special. I mean, you're teaching mining. How the fuck hard is that to teach? You go down, you dig a hole, you come up. Yeah, you're I'm gonna, done digging for the day. I'm going to mine in your butthole real quick. Actually, I'm sorry. It should be, you go down in hole, you dig, you come back up. You go down tomorrow, you dig, you come back up. That's how it should be. Yes. Uh, anyway, that's, that's how you teach mining. Sorry. So he, he started, uh, he set, like I said, he settles There's down. There's probably a lot more involved. In I, it, I'm like, sure. I'm sure. You got to set the fucking thing so the fucking. Yeah. You up. know how to, how to brace it and how to, how to figure out where the veins are. God damn it. Are I'm sorry. Are you dying? Stuck in my throat, dude. Take a drink. Take mm. a drink. But no, so he settles down to this mining school in Shakti, which is a small town near Rostov. Does it ever say why he he he, he settled down in Shakti? No, he just settled down in Shakti, okay. which is a town near Rostov. Yeah, actually, it ends up being where he commits his first murder. Yes, yes. Documented. Yes, it is here that Chikatilo commits his first documented because he, murder. He might have murder, he might have done it before then. Murder. Anyways, um, you know, so this actually, this murder is very, very heinous murder. Um, I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to go too into detail because we just, we don't, we want to save you the, 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 the unnecessities, unnecessities. He's lying. <laughs> We're going to go into a little bit of detail. Okay. So, well, you are. Oh, I am? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so... Anyways, let me just, um, like I said, it, it was here um, in Shakti. 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 It was here in Shakti where Chikatilo committed his first documented murder. And it was that of a nine-year-old, Yelena Zakatonova. 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 On December 22nd, 1978, he lured young, Le- young Yelena... 
to an old house that he had secretly purchased. Nobody knew about it. He attempted to rape her. It was his murder house. Now, he had attempted Looking to rape her. Looking at you, American Horror Story. But as usual, he was unable to achieve an erection. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he was like trying to rape her, and he's just like, damn it, I can't get it up. And um, during the struggle, he began to strangle and stab Elena three times in the stomach, causing him to ejaculate. Yeah, instantly. As soon as he stabbed her, he was just like, And then that's when he was like, oh my god. That's it. All I have to do is murder people, and I can come as much as I want. Sorry. I don't know how I feel about that. It's, it's, but that's how it happened. Like he, no. And, and so, uh, and like there is a, there's, there's a psychological, uh, a psychological profile done on him later on that we'll talk about. And one of the things they call out in the psychological profile is how he realized his ability to ejaculate by murdering people. And, and it, it's, it's kind of fucked up. Like, like that, that's the only way that you can really achieve sexual gratification, you know? Um, so after he strangled and ejaculated on Yelena, um, yeah, basically he like strangled her because she was still alive after the stabbing. And then, so he strangled her until she no longer was moving. And then he threw her body into the Grushevka river where Grushevka. Groshevka. It was found two days later. I really, I really, I want to know if I'm part Russian. I don't know, man. I I have one of those DNA, like the Ancestry DNA kits. I have it downstairs. I just haven't fucking done it yet. Anyway. Anyway. Um, So, (laughs) so yeah, so the body was found in the... Poor little girl. The the body of Yelena Zakhanova was found in the Groshevka River. Two days later. You know, I don't want to call him Chikatilo. I want to call him Chikatillo. Chikatillo. Espanol, bro. It's like Antonio Banderas. If it was Chikatillo, if it was Chikatillo, there would be no L. It would just be Chikatillo. No, because then he would be Chica Uncle. No, and Chica Uncle. In Spanish, there's two L's make a make a. Yeah, but that's only one L. Anyways, one L. Look at look at. There's one. You know. Anyways. Anyway. Poor girl. So, the investigation finally begins. So, by January of 1983, at least four victims had been linked to the same mysterious killer. We have a killer here in Shakti. 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 So well, it wasn't no. It wasn't Justin Shakti because, as we'll talk about later, he he had a very 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 large killing field. Okay. Um, so an investigation was uh, an investigation headed by Major Mikhail Fetisov was launched. Fetisov would go on to bring in forensic expert Viktor Burakov. 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 Anyway, um, so the Burakov would actually be later called the last man on earth you would want after you. Was he like KGB? Uh, no, so he was a, no, he was just a, he was a forensic scientist, uh, a forensic analyst, you know, but he was really smart and he was really good at what he did. And so he literally like he dedicated seven years of his life to relentlessly and tirelessly pursuing Andre Chikatilo. 
Like, this man did not... He took one vacation in the entire seven-year fucking investigation, and that was a forced vacation because he was about to lose his goddamn job. And he was coming into work still. Oh, no, he came in 10 days early. So he he ended his vacation 10 days early. That's how dedicated this man was to catching fucking Andre Ticketel. So, But, so, he brings in Viktor Burakov... And uh, so, like I was saying, F, uh, one of the uh, FBI uh, serial up. Well, the the FBI serial killer uh, like professors at the Quantico, every year he would begin his lecture by talking about Burakov, and he would tell the story of how this man for years was relentlessly pursuing this serial killer in Soviet Russia, and nobody fucking believed him, and how he was just doggedly pursuing this man and he was like this is the last man on earth you want after you he found him he is so fucking smart and so methodical and so dedicated that he will not give up until he catches you and he didn't and he did catch him Mm -hmm. so as i was saying burakov knew from the beginning that they were dealing with a serial killer and he demanded the resources that he would need to catch this killer, including asking to contact the FBI's serial killer unit in Quantico, Virginia. However, this was the Soviet Union, and the last things that they would do were admit that, one, serial killers could even exist within well, a Soviet, Soviet society. Perfect. Exactly. Soviet Russia and so the Soviet Union in general was perfect. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with Soviet Union. Well, there's quite a bit wrong. And so they couldn't admit that so that serial killers could exist within the Soviet society, that two, the Soviet Union did not have the resources or the knowledge necessary to deal with said serial killer, because by reaching out to the FBI in America, they were telling Western society we don't have the knowledge or resources to deal with serial killers, and you do. That's admitting weakness. That's admitting that the American society was years ahead of them in something. And they could never do that. That's, that's, that's not really something to brag about either, though. Well, no, because... The, no, and, <laughs> no, and that's that's one of the things that they said even in... Uh, so in Citizen X, like I said, we're going to reference this movie a couple times. In Citizen X, there's yeah, they basically talk about how, like... Serial killers are a decadent Western uh, phenomenon. Basically, they're like only only Westerners are serial killers. Only Americans, only only Americans are serial killers. Like no no Russian serial killer. Only American. You guys just catch them before they have a chance to kill another person. No, no, they they just didn't believe it was a thing. They didn't believe it was possible. And thirdly, that they had basically failed so far to catch such a killer. Um, because Burakov wanted to publicize these murders and basically announce to people that there was a serial killer on the loose. So by admitting that, they were saying, we have failed in catching somebody who's been killing uh, Soviet citizens. In Mother Russia. Well, also Ukraine, Russia, you know, the whole Soviet Union. Oh, dude, we should do a Chernobyl episode. Oh, you know, we're definitely going to do a Chernobyl episode. Um, we, 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 I'm sorry, people. If, when, you, when you first started listening, we said we were going to 
do specific things, and we have gone off. No, no, that, no. Like, we're doing murders, much. mysteries, and more. Okay, so that is what we're doing. It's we're doing just murders, such a, we, mysteries. We, and we more. hope you enjoy the wide array of stuff that we that we offer to you. I I think that they do. But next week we are going to do the guy that fucking killed all them people from that Tower Waker, um, Christian Edwards or some shit. Christian, like that. I thought it was like William. It's some basic ass white name. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, he was, uh, the guy that killed a bunch of people in Texas from the tower. We will call it the tower killer. Um, no, no, the tower of terror. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That might be copyright infringement. Doesn't be Disneyland. Yeah. Doesn't Disneyland. No, was, no, they t- didn't, they discontinue that ride. Well, maybe at one of their parks, they might still have it at the other one. I don't think so. But anyway, and, anyway, well, cause they um, had to build, so- they had to hit build fucking star Wars land. Uh-huh. I still haven't gotten to go. I want to go. I want to go. I think you need a vaccination to go now. I have one. Thank I you. I don't. Anyway, um, so because of all of these reasons in the in the Soviet bureaucracy, and this is going to be the um, first live murder on dabbed to death. I'm going to get stabbed to death. But then you have to dab my blood. It's in our cover art. God damn it! You have to do it. Anyway, so like I said, because of all of the uh, the Soviet bureaucracy, Burakov's requests were basically denied out the gate. Like, he didn't even get a chance to have any of the shit he asked for. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was Burakov who put together that Chikatilo was targeting his victims, mostly young boys and girls, through the area's railway system. These train stations that they actually provided Chikatilo with plenty of opportunity to meet young people who were traveling by themselves or had nowhere else to go, as well as a means of traveling quickly from place to place, giving him rather a large killing zone. Which is what we were talking about earlier. Which, I mean, for, for a killer having a large area that you can go to and kill people with helps, ease, too, helps, because like you could literally, from- he, could, he could go to one train station stake it out and be like, yeah, there's nobody here. Hop on a train, bam, somewhere else. Oh, look. And what he would do is he would try to find younger people. So like you said, he would go up to the young people that were like either traveling by themselves or he'd be like, oh, you have, you have nowhere to go. Uh, I, I, I have, I have home. You come, you come stay with me and drink vodka and uh, eat food. Yes. And I'd be like, oh. You sound yes. like fucking Tom Hanks on that fucking airport terminal movie. Oh my God. That was such a bad movie. <laughs> it was terrible. It, I mean, it was not my favorite Tom Hanks movie. If you're movie. in a bad place and you watch it, it makes you kind of feel good. <laughs> Tom Hanks all make you feel good and fuzzy inside. I, I do like Tom Hanks. You know, I just, it was not my favorite Tom Hanks movie. I liked Captain Phillips. That was one of my favorites. Is that the one where it's like, look at me. I am the captain now. Where he's stuck inside the little escape boat. I didn't. The, I didn't actually see that movie with the Haitian pirates. I haven't even seen the movie. Dude. All I know is that there's the scene where the guy goes, "Look at me, look at look at me. I am the captain now." Dude, they blow. That's his, all I know. That's all I know. Fucking kids' heads off, like all. In really, I have to go watch this yeah, movie now. Dude. Shit, I still didn't watch that other movie I was supposed to watch with uh Jeff, Jeff. Bridges. Oh, and, Arlington uh, Road. Arlington Road. Cool. Good movie. Cool. Now, it's a Halloween all right, movie. now I remember, or at least now it's in another episode, so now I can hopefully remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so Fetisov worked with Bryakov, or no, Burkov, behind the Communist Party's back to provide resources necessary for their investigation. Yeah. This included the placing of several undercover officers 
KGB officers <laughs> at many of the province's train well, stations. No, so, so like, because wasn't like, the KGB like their FBI? Well, the, so they weren't KGB. They, they, they no, always, these, no, these weren't KGB. These were basically um, Russian. No, these were just like Russian military plain clothes officers. Yeah, but they, so yeah, they would just throw them in like regular clothes, or like there would be some police, some military, whatever. But they would just throw them in like regular clothes and like have them staking out the train stations. But like I had mentioned. Where the like the whole bureaucracy thing where they denied his requests because they're like, oh, we're not going to give you what you want. Fedosov was a very smart man, and he basically he had pulled uh, he had pulled Burakov aside at one point and was like, look, dude, like the way things work here is like we kind of got to work behind closed doors. Like, we can't really... This conversation never happened. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, if you tell anybody, I have to fucking kill you kind of shit. But he was like, look, dude, like, we have to work behind their backs. Like, we have to do what we have to do to make this happen. But, like, we just can't report what we're doing to them, essentially. And so, like, they started putting undercover people at the train stations. And so it's during this surveillance that they first encounter Andre Chikatilo in 1984 so after stopping chikatilo for topping eh, for talking to several of the younger people at the station and it was actually burakov himself who encountered chikatilo he was at the train station because like i said he was dedicated he worked tirelessly anyways so no no and in in the movie in citizen x it's uh he's at the train station and he's sitting there at the bench and he's like falling asleep because he's so tired see chikatilo was being too picky no chikatilo wasn't picky at all he would take whoever he could as long as they were young and he could lure them into the woods so actually or whatever what happened to him so so anyway so Dude's at the train station, right? He's looking for Chikatilo, and he's passing the fuck out. He's, like, nodding out for a second, and then he wakes up, and he looks around, and he sees this guy sitting there talking to a young person. And he, like, kind of starts to nod out, and he wakes up, and the the guy gets up, walks away, sits down, and starts talking to another young person. So at this point, Burakov's like, this is a little weird. So he goes up to the guy and demands papers. Let me see your papers. Citizen, let me see your papers. And so, you know, Chikatilo gives him his papers. They they talk. He searches his bag and he finds a length of rope and a knife. Chikatilo is immediately arrested. But there's plenty of good reason to have that stuff, man. Oh, well, Chigatillo's reasoning was because he was a, a telephone engineer, or, or, or I, I don't remember what his job at this point was, because it was after he lost, or he stopped teaching. Yeah. He had stopped teaching at this point. He was doing something else. And uh, so he, he claimed that the rope and the knife were for his job. BDSM. But he was, he was still arrested. But after his arrest, the uh, the powers that be, you know, the Communist Party, the fucking... In the movie, it's like this panel of people that Burakov has to keep reporting to, one of which is Fedosov. But Fedosov is not like the guy running the whole show. There's another guy, the, the super angry guy in the movie. And in the movie, he's like, 
we must investigate all non-homosexuals. And so they start, like, rounding up gay people and, like, investigating them. But then... Fuck, dude, it's so, no, so, so No, so Burakov, because he's like, all right, you want me to start rounding up gay people, he starts finding uh, prominent members of the Communist Party engaging in gay sex. Like, he found, like... No, well-known and respected doctors who were fucking in a car. So we're, we're going. And so, no, 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 this is on topic. This is very on topic. So he like he found people like that were well-known communist party members that were you Meaning know homosexual. He's not the person you want after you. No, so exactly. So like he was basically like, all right, you want me to go after the homosexuals? Cool, I'm gonna go after them. And he did. And then the guy pulls him in and he's like, "What are you doing going after?" communist doctors and he's like well you told me to go after gay people and he's like well shit fuck stop but so and it turns out no it, it turns out it turns out that homeboy himself was gay Bur- no no not burkov the the guy the the, guy. yeah the angry guy i i didn't get his name i don't remember his name but so so the angry guy was actually gay himself because there's a scene in the movie where fetisov confronts him and goes i have here information about the 19 year old boy that you provide a house for and buy jewelry for and i have records of your last three overnight visits to him if you ever try to fire burakov this is when he forces him to go on vacation because for his own safety. So, but like he basically, and like the FBI actually like cycles out people that investigate serial killers like every 18 months because it's such a, a tasking mentally, like a mentally tasking job. It fucks that, your shit exactly. Up, it fucks you up. You're investigating some of the most depraved minds in the, in the existence of humanity. That shit's going to fuck with you. So the FBI later would tell uh, Fetisov and, and them that, you know, like, oh yeah, we, we cycle out our agents every 18 months and Fetisov actually apologizes to Burakov for not taking him out of that because he was there for seven years dealing with this. Yeah. You know. Um, so anyway, back on topic now. The powers to be that be decided that because Andre Chikatilo was a devout and dedicated member of the Communist Party, that he needed to be released immediately. And, of course, Fedosov, like I had said, told Burakov, we have to choose our battles wisely. So they agreed to well, release Chikatilo. that one, they can get killed. Exactly. No, uh, the, the dude even said in the movie, he was like, if you do not release him, you will suffer the consequences. And there was another line in the movie where they're, uh, they're pulling a, a, a pretty risky move. And, and Burakov looks at Fedosov and he goes, you know, it's not too long ago that... If a if a, if a if a cop pulled off this kind of a move, you know, or if a detective or whatever, or an investigator pulled off this kind of a move and failed, that he would be shot. And Fedosov looks at him and he goes, "Who says that's not how things still work?" And then he looks at him and laughs and he goes, "I wouldn't let them shoot you though, at least not without a trial." <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so they released Chikatilo. And one of the biggest reasons behind his release, aside from the whole Communist Party thing, 
was that a blood test had revealed that his DNA did not match that of the semen that was found on several of the victims. Now, is there a reason for that? Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, so it's debated that this may be due to the fact that Chikatilo had an extremely rare genetic mutation, which made him, uh, which is basically he's a non-secretor. Um, this means that his semen doesn't, or his bodily fluids don't secrete the same uh, genetic type or antigen type as his blood. So basically, his blood type was A or something like that, or A something, you know. But his uh, his semen came up as AB. So like his semen didn't match his blood. So it's, but that's, so it's debated if it's this case or if it was just police incompetence and the whole non-secretor thing is just a perfect excuse for them fucking up. Yeah. I, I personally do believe that he might have been a non-secretor. He just had all these be- other problems. I it, mean, he was... Well, exactly. He was a very... He was fucked up He was a game. very strange genetic case overall. Da. Da. And, uh... <laughs> But so the murders and the investigation would go on for years. I mean, like we said, seven years, I believe, until Fedosov and Burakov would find Chikatilo's name in a stack of interrogation slips from a small train station after he had killed his final victim, Sveta Korostik, Korostik. On November 6th, 1995. No, just 1990. Yeah, just 1990. Um, um, so that, that, that is that they know of the, well, you know what I, I, I no, no, this, no, this was his last victim because what happened he was got arrested a couple days later, uh, like 14 days later. Mm-hmm. But so what happened was, um, like I said, they eventually, um, Fedosov went and met with some very important, powerful people. And he basically got the authority to do whatever he needed to do to make this serial killer stop, right? And so the angry guy, no longer around. Now, Fedosov is a general. He's promoted. Because he moved up from major to colonel during the investigation. But now he's a general. And Burakov himself, who was just a simple forensic scientist was made a detective bef- during the investigation and was now a colonel. Just Fuck, like dude, that. Just to, like that. Promoted to colonel. We need to move Wasn't to, even in the goddamn military. We need to move to Mother Russia. Uh, it's not that way anymore, though. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Soviet Union has long collapsed, my friend. Oh, God. It was probably a terrible place to live, to be honest. I, I, I think it sounds kind of fun. Have you seen some of the videos that come out of Russia? Seems like an interesting place to live. I'm just saying. You know all that guys shit's fighting like, bears with their bare hands. You know and all that shit? shit's yeah. like edited and shit. Right? Whatever, you're edited. <laughs> I am edited. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, uh, stop the edit here, Richard. That <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag stop the edit. Yes. Hashtag uh, <laughs> stop the edit. Um. No. So, uh, like I mentioned, Fedosov got promoted to general. Burakov became a colonel. And so basically there's this scene in the movie where they have a, a bunch of soldiers in front of them. Right. And they're telling them what we're going to do is 
We're going to go into all of the big train stations, like the major train stations. We're going to have a very obvious presence. Like I want sold. I want uniformed soldiers at every, at every goddamn train station. I want you to harass anybody you see talking to anybody that they don't know. Like if you see somebody going up to a stranger, stop them, ask for their papers, Write it down. It's like, a perfect way I to wanna... start a conversation with a girl. So, well, no, and there's there's even a scene where, like, just some guy, he, like, slides up to a girl on a bench <coughs> just to be like, hey, baby, how you doing? And she's like, um, no. And then all of a sudden, the fucking soldiers go, and fucking Chickatilla was sitting right there when this happened. The the guy, the soldiers go up and start asking the guy for his papers and everything, and so Chickatilla's like, Oh shit. Like I have to I have to get out of here. So he hop and basically the plan was there was gonna be soldiers at every train station except the three smallest stations in the area. And at those three stations they were gonna have undercover agents. So they were kind of setting up like a sting operation, you know? Yeah. So Chickatilla got off at one of those places, didn't he? He did. He got off at one of the very he got off at the very smallest station. And that's where he had killed Sveta Korostik. Um and but here's the thing is like the, they didn't know he had killed her at this time. Basically, he he walks into the woods, right? And uh he or no, the 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 undercover officer is is at the train station and Chickatillo comes out of the woods. And the officer notices, like, oh, he's got some dirt on his jacket. He's well-dressed, but he's dirty. So he's like, that was kind of weird to me. So he stops him, and he asks him some questions, you know, but then, you know, because he didn't actually talk to anybody or accost anybody, he let him go, but he wrote it down. So they get the interrogation slip from him, and they find out that Chikatilo is still around. Now, Andre Chikatilo was arrested on November 20th, 1990. So, yeah, 14 days Yet later. Yet, after days of interrogation, he refused to confess to any of his crimes. Burkov was finally able to convince them to allow the psychiatrist, Dr. Alexander Bukhanovsky. Which I had mentioned earlier was the guy who had prepared the uh, psychological profile of Citizen X. To step in and conduct the interview? Oh, I'm, I'm like... Yeah, basically the psychiatrist... Yeah, Bukhanovsky had to step in and conduct the interview. Now, Bukhanovsky simply began to read the profile to Chikatilo, who eventually burst into tears and began to confess to everything. Chikatilo would confess well, to 56 murders in total and was brought to trial on April 14th, 1992 for 53 of them. So... Going back to the 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 but reading of the, but do you think there was the, more? Oh no! So like I said, he confessed to sixty fifty six. That's all he confessed to. True. So there could have been more. He could have forgotten about some, like like Richard Ramirez. When you kill that many fucking people, do you really remember them all? Like, do you really? Um. Anyway, but going back to the reading of the psychological profile, the the profile of Citizen X, which the name of the movie. Um, basically, in this profile, he 
very detailedly broke down Chikatilo's childhood, uh, his entire like his sexual issues, his um, his uh, on, his only his ability to ejaculate once he murdered, uh, how he sat on top of the victims, like he literally was like calling all of this out without ever meeting Chikatilo. This was years before Chikatilo was even arrested. This profile was written years before they caught Chikatilo. Dude, the Russian fucking justice system is pretty light on their fucking sentences. How? 86 years for 52 murders? No, 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 no. Sentenced to death plus 86 years. Oh. So what does that mean? Your dead body has to stay inside jail for 86 <laughs> years after they kill you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We got the rotting no, no, corpses anyway, over so, there. So, so he, he did kind of jump <laughs> off of what I was talking about. Sorry. But, um, so, Sorry. So, so basically in this profile, he's just basically reading out all of these things. And Chikatilo the whole time is like staring at him like, holy shit, dude. Like, how do you know? How do you know all of this? And like, as it goes on, he gets more and more emotional. And then once he mentions the, uh, the sitting on the bodies and the ejaculating, that's when Chikatilo begins to cry. That's when Chikatilo begins to cry. That's when I would cry too. (laughs) Um, so he, he, like, so I said, he does manage to, uh, break down and confess eventually, so this is how quickly the the Russian justice system worked, or the the Soviet justice system worked at the time. Um, so he was brought to trial on April fourteenth, nineteen ninety two. By October fifteenth of that year, Chikatilo was sentenced to death plus eighty six years for fifty two murders. Now that is rather quick. Yeah, that was uh, April. And like by, six, I mean, months. Within the, six months. So he attempted to file an appeal in 1993, but it was promptly rejected. And on February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1994, Andre Chikatilo was taken into a soundproofed room and shot in the back of the head. And that was the end of Andre Chikatilo. In the movie, it's pretty fucking... Okay, so the movie, they make Andre Chikatilo almost seem like kind of a sad character, you know? Like, you almost start to pity him because, like, he's this guy with glasses, and he's like, oh, I'm just like this timid, sad man, and when But then he murders, like, 50-something people, and then, but, like... They they take him into this room and it's like this 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 big fucking room. solemn music and shit. Yeah, it's like solemn music. It's this room with like tile and shit, and there's like a drain in the middle of the floor, and he's staring at the drain, and the the guard behind him pulls out a gun and puts it to the back of his head and goes, "Don't turn around," and then just usually it cuts to a black screen and then you just hear. So do you think you have to apply for that job? Maybe. Well, because, like, when they do the firing squad in the United States, the, you know, there would be, like, five or six people. I don't know how many, like, exactly. I know there's more than one person. Do they still do firing squads anywhere? I don't know. but if I don't think so. But I the, think way, that's I, the way I heard it was, was only one person actually had a live round that would fire something. 
I mean, everybody's uh, no, everybody's yeah, done I heard, with. I heard it was like one or two people would have a, or so like nobody, so that way you so nobody knew who actually killed yeah, him. Yeah, so I mean, did you have to apply for the job to be the guy that shot him in the back of the head? I don't know. Maybe it was like a random lottery. I want to shoot people in the head. He's like, I want to to shoot a killer in in head. See, like, Andre I got Chica- the perfect job for you. That would have been the uh, perfect job for Andre Chikatilo, dude. No, he Andre Chikatilo preferred to bludgeon people and stab them and strangle them. He was much more of a hands-on kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so like I said, that's basically the end of Andre Chikatilo. Um. Your ad could be here. Yeah, your ad could be here. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening to Dab to Death. Tune in next week where we talk about... Fuck, what was his name? Charles Wilson. Charles Whitman. Anyway, the Texas Towers sniper. And uh, other than that, you can find us on all of your social medias at Dab to Death. Unless you're on Instagram, then it's at Dab Death Podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, and do all those things that you do. Uh, leave a comment down below if you would like us to talk about anything in particular, or you can send it to feedback at dabtodeath.com. If you would be interested in being the Dab to Death <laughs> intern and you're in the Sacramento area, or at least close enough to it, Hit us up at ghosthost at dabtodeath.com. Tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your technical experience, and uh, we can work something out here. We can get you in, get you interviewed, and get you part of the Voodoo's and Dolls production family. Anyway, so yeah, other than that, I think that's about it. I'm, uh, I am Nick, and I am tuning the fuck out. And I'm Dick, and I just... Deuces. <laughs> yeah. Alright. That's that's it. I'm Dick and I just do We this. hope you had a very happy <laughs> Halloween. Yes. Be sure to They're not gonna uh, hear yeah, this they're not gonna hear this before Halloween. Halloween. So yeah, hope you guys had a great Halloween. A spooky and safe Halloween. Tell least. us if anybody gave your kids weed weed Yeah, fucking. if you if somebody gave your kids weed candy, tell us so we can go to their neighborhood and become friends with them because I want free edibles. Fuck yeah. I mean, shit. That shit costs money. Anyway, see you guys next week. Deuces. Later. Bye.